My flesh will live in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. There is an icon I cannot wait to share with you once we are back together in the flesh. As you know, we've been using icons in our Teze worship together, ways that we can pray through imagery, entering into the presence of God with us through the lives of, in particular, the saints. There's an icon that has been lingering in my imagination over the course of these days, an icon that sings a song of reassurance to my soul whenever I am afraid. It's an icon portraying God's presence in the risen Christ, overcoming every obstacle to save us. This icon of the resurrection is known as the Anastasis. It's written, as we say, of the way that icons are prayerfully created. This icon is written in the darkest of colors. The Anastasis depicts the risen Christ storming Sheol, Hades, as the place is sometimes known, a foreboding place where the souls of those who have died lie in wait until that final resurrection of the dead. This icon imagines Jesus entering into the sarcophagi, those casket-like graves where Adam and Eve lie among bits of bone and chains waiting for redemption from sin and death, under which all flesh lies subject. In this icon, an action shot, Jesus is grabbing Adam and Eve up by the wrist, wrenching them from their graves in a death-defeating rescue mission. Today's gospel reveals Thomas, the disciple who had not yet encountered the risen Lord, similarly stuck in that space between life and death. Thomas is numb, disbelieving. He's isolated in his grief. Thomas's hopes and dreams, like all the disciples, had been nailed to that cross along with Jesus. And Thomas cannot shake the loss of the one he so fiercely loved. Jesus, in this gospel, comes to Thomas, too, entering into that place of inner pain where Thomas is captivated, bound in his grief. And Jesus frees, doubting, grief-stricken Thomas through an intimate revelation of love. Jesus' healing presence approaches each of us, just like Jesus reached out to Thomas, seeking to free and to restore, to heal and redeem the pain of his suffering. In whatever ways we find ourselves stuck today, chances are this COVID-19 quarantine has brought suffering and grief in many forms, such as some may have never yet known in our lifetimes. Whether we find ourselves hemmed in by difficulties and dangers, especially those who bear personal risk 
serving the ones who are sick among us, or whether we have lost a loved one to coronavirus, as surely many of us have. Whatever we grieve or lament in this season of loss, even this other side of Easter, we can know that Jesus is drawing close to each and every one of us. We may not even yet be able to perceive his peace or see how the resurrection power is with us in this darkest of places in this moment in human history. But God is there, here, present and potent, transforming even the most disturbing experiences we endure this side of heaven. All this through God's great love, so that we, like Thomas, might bear witness to our Lord and God, the risen Jesus Christ, who does not abandon us. This surely is an Easter we long will remember, perhaps not in traditional ways we've always loved to celebrate. But as we catch glimpses of the risen Jesus, breathing peace over the whole world, healing our hearts from the virulent fear that has captivated us, may we entrust ourselves again, each moment, every day, to our Lord of life, who storms the gates of hell itself, as the Anastasis icon tells it, with his death-defeating love, for which our hopes for resurrection cry out, now and always. Amen.